in the country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories, two great stories that get My pleasure now to welcome to the show Alberta's own Madison Krebs. She is here to talk about her music career, uh, life in Nashville for the last year, the CCMAs, and of course her brand new single called Live for Love, which we will hear on the show, and we'll get the story behind it. Lots to talk about with Madison Krebs. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. It's great to have you here. The first time on the show I've heard of you and you've heard of me, and now we finally uh, get to chat on air which is exciting yeah which is the coolest thing ever i'm so grateful to have this opportunity to chat to you about everything so well thank you so much i'm excited about it all there's so many great things now maybe let's start with your last the last year that you've spent in nashville you've been there a whole year now and man right in music city uh fill us in on this exciting year yeah um i've well, I've been here the past year, and it's I had never gone to Nashville prior to that. It's always kind of been a dream um, of mine, and I, I saved up some money. I worked three jobs uh, for a while, and I just made sure to build up the bank account so I could go and make a trip to Nashville. And uh, <laughs> I ended up getting in top ten for the Olay on the Spot competition. And uh, that ended up leading me to getting signed by Ole and winning that competition. And then I had a trip to Nashville already booked after CCMAs. And so it just ended up working out that uh, I'd signed a publishing deal. And then I just flew on down to Nashville. And it's kind of been my uh, home away from home. So it's been amazing. That is incredible. What what an event. And this happened, of course, it was the 2016 CCMAs, the Olay on-the-spot competition, and that was in uh, London, Ontario. Yeah, yeah. And that was my first time in London. And, um, you know, to be honest with you, I wasn't – I was just going for the opportunity to, you know, showcase some songs in front of some New Year's and, you know, just get my name out there. Um, but it ended up turning out really amazing. So, yeah. Wow. What yeah. an opportunity in Nashville, writing songs with some great writers. Uh, to tell us about some of those experiences. I mean, you're actually living out that dream where you're uh, meeting up, having appointments with writers, and you're knocking out some songs in, in three or four hours. Yeah, yeah, it's been crazy. I've I've been writing pretty much, you know, as much as I can this year, um, you know, with trying to get home and do some shows for people as well. Um, but I've been writing with lots of people like Def Trot and Tony Martin, um, lots of Olay writers and Canadian writers and, you know, Nashville, very respected Nashville writers as well. So it's been a huge learning curve for me too. And I didn't, mm-hmm. I did quite a bit of, you know, writing on my own prior to that. So it's been a really cool experience getting to co-write with multiple people and, kind of find your group of people that you really work well with so yeah it's been an amazing experience that 
that's a big part of it, right? It's like, uh, you know, you're, you're meeting that writer, and some you're going to have chemistry with, some you're going to have a lot, yeah. some you might have a little bit, but like you said, you're going to find the ones that you really connect with, you're, you can be vulnerable with, and you just, yeah. you, it's easier, right, when you have that kind of uh, relationship. Yeah, and it's like, it's kind of like dating, honestly. Like, right. you get in a room with somebody and you kind of, you like, you kind of get the energy and um, collaborate with one another and kind of see where the song could go and you kind of talk about your life and where it's going. And some people you just instantly, like, open up and click with. I've had that a couple times this year and it's it's been so magical. And then, you know, sometimes it's just like, oh, that was great, but, um, you know, next time, you know. So um, yeah. it's just definitely like it's just meeting new people, and I think that's the best thing about it. It's, I find it, it's like meeting new friends, right, and just getting mm-hmm. to know everybody who you jive with. So and finding your posse and the crew that really believes yes. in what you're doing and they support you, and um, I think that's really valuable and something that I've been – building this year yeah it's so important to get that posse and that uh, tribe around you and you know that team and uh, you know that's amazing you find them and you continue to work with them so you know these lessons that you've learned a year in Nashville writing with these pros getting becoming a better writer yourself for anyone listening uh, is there one tip one thing you've learned you probably learned several but something you can pass on about you know, when you're in a writing session or how to get inspiration if it's not readily coming to you? Mm-hmm. I think um, what I've learned over and over again um, is just to be completely real with people and be authentic and, you know, don't just speak your own truth, right? And the song that's supposed to come that day will come to you, right? Um, you Obviously, you're not mm-hmm. going to get a smash every single day like or even a good song you know you're going to write a really like a lot of crappy songs which I have a lot of those (laughs) um but in that one in a hundred or whatever it is you get you know one great song and um that's that's so it's worth it you know and um I think just being honest and speaking from the heart with intention and you know, with that intention of writing a great song, walking in, regardless if it turns out the way you want it, with zero expectations, it's fulfilling as when you walk out. Mm-hmm. And that's a great way of yeah. putting it. That uh, and it takes the pressure off knowing that uh, it doesn't. You're going to go in hoping to write an amazing song, but it's it's not going to be uh, as you said, a smash every single time. So it kind of takes the yeah. pressure off, uh, feeling that oh my goodness, we haven't got that smash yet. Yeah, and I think it's just nobody, like, you don't know if it's going to be a smash when you write it. Like, obviously, there's this special feeling that you know when a song connects with you, but until it's out in the world, you don't really know. Um, And Mm -hmm. I think it's important to not, yeah, just as you said, not put that pressure on yourself and just have fun. I Like, people get so caught up in it, and it's just like, have fun sometimes. This is supposed to be a great time. Music is awesome just make something that's great you know so Mm -hmm. that's kind of my mindset that what it's been this past year that is so cool and you do something online called the front 
front porch sessions. Uh, and one that yeah. I saw recently was a great one. You're doing Ring of Fire, and I love that with Ryan Langlois. Nice. And, man, uh, you really sing that song well. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, I think it's a – well, I kind of just wanted to collaborate with my friends and post it on YouTube so everyone could see what, you know, what it's kind of like to – we were obviously singing a cover, but that's kind of just like jamming out with your friends, and I think that's the best – best thing to do so i wanted to share that with people yeah it's a great way of getting exposure and a chance to uh show that you can cover great songs uh and it's i love hearing people's interpretations of songs when they maybe put their own spin on a classic that we know and to hear you know your take on ring of fire for example yeah yeah i love that song and there's a few other ones on there with friends of mine i usually try to do it um I guess it's in like the summer, uh, spring season. So I'm I'm working on getting a new kind of uh, series out uh, for this next batch. But um, and hopefully nice. I'll probably do all of them down here in Nashville, which will be really cool too. Because oh, yeah. I've met some really amazing artists down here, um, you know, that are all working hard and sharing their music as well and writing. And so I think it's a kind of a celebration of. Um, collaborating and sharing music. For anyone who hasn't been to Nashville yet, anyone who's a singer-songwriter who's listening, you know, in Canada, mm-hmm. say, and they haven't made that yeah. trip, as many of them do, uh, what would you say to them to sort of let them know the importance and the value uh, as a singer-songwriter in, you know, going to Nashville for a week or two, a month or longer, uh, but to spend some time down there? Um, I think it's, you know, there's two sides to this. Like I, I believe in like, you know, honing in on your craft, in on your craft um, as much as possible on your own and finding mm-hmm. that special something within yourself, because I don't think anyone can find it for you. So, um, and I had that opportunity up until, you know, last year to really find what I wanted to talk about and find what makes me, me. Right. So I think once, you feel at that point in your, you know, journey where you want to start collaborating with people. And obviously, like, Nashville is such a great place to learn and to um, look up to your idols and see everybody else's journey and, and learn from them and, you know, go watch live shows and see what a great show looks like. I think that's really important. But also, I think the development process on your own is equally as important. Absolutely. As you said, you only you can find your voice, your style, the one that's going to resonate with you and the one you're going to want to put on all the time and you know, put on shows. Yeah. Uh, only you can find that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one else can find that for you. And, uh, you know, lots. it takes a long time. And, like, obviously I'm still figuring it out. Like, I don't, I don't got it all figured out. Um, but... I'm I'm learning every step of the way, but I'm really glad that I had that time when I was younger and to just like, you know, do crazy stuff and, you know, record and, you know, just develop. And I'm still developing now, um, but I just get to work with some really awesome people that I get to look up to as well, so. That is amazing. Uh, let's turn to the song now. I'll ask you more about your influences when we come back after the song. Yeah. But uh, the song is Live for Love, and uh, mm-hmm. it's really, really cool. Tell, tell me about the song and the writing behind it. 
Yeah, um, I wrote this with Jeff Trott and Tony Martin, um, both Ole writers. Um, they're kind of, I feel like, part of the posse. They they really get where I'm going, and um, I think the song really pushes the envelope um, on every genre. And um, I'm really proud of it. And uh, it's basically about, um, you know, we live such hustle-bustle lives, and it's good to just, calm down and remember what you're living for and for me this is really an affirmation song and it makes me stay grounded and it makes me feel better every time I sing it and it's just live for love and that's that's my Mm -hmm. purpose so I wanted to sing about that absolutely let's share that song now for my guest Madison Krebs this is live for love on in the country And that is Alberta's own Madison Krebs, her brand new song, Live for Love. Be sure to check it out at iTunes and, of course, contact uh, your local country station and let them know you want to hear it. Man, that is a great song and uh, must feel great when you perform that live. Yeah, it's, it's 
it's been a, a year of a lot of writing. So to finally get to perform it live has been such an amazing feeling. You don't even understand. Um, <laughs> I find when you get cooped up sometimes, you're just like, oh, my God, it feels so good to just play it to some people, you know, and get some reaction. Um, so mm-hmm. that was pretty rewarding. I got to play it at the CCMA on the spot um, event that went on, and uh, that was that felt really good. And it's got to be great when you perform one of your songs and, you know, afterwards uh, people will come up to you and whichever song resonated maybe the most with them, mm-hmm. they tell you about and say how much that song meant to them whether it just made them happy or maybe it's more of a personal song, but to get that feedback has got to be great. Yeah, it's. Um, I think that's one of the most rewarding parts about music. Um, it really has – It's music is powerful, as we both know that. Um, but I think just hearing how people interpret it and what they hear when they listen to it is really um, cool and mm-hmm. interesting and it really fills me up um in the soul so uh it feels good yes yeah uh let's talk about your influences madison so when you were mm-hmm. growing up uh you know every singer has artists that kind of inspire them and influence them they hear them on the radio or go to a show of theirs and want to be like them and take that same path who are, who are the artists that did that for you um i i admire so many artists and I feel like it's not just their music it's the way like the things that they stand for and their career and what they've done with their platform has been huge for me I find that you know Dolly Parton is a huge um just a huge influencer and she how she's represented herself and you know being a woman in the street how she's kind of been a trailblazer um Mm -hmm. it's so inspiring for me and how gracious she is as well. Um, So she's definitely been a person that I've always um, looked up to and admired. Um, And like Brian Adams, I went to a concert when I was 12 and um, that was a game changing concert (laughs) for me. My mom took me and we saw him acoustically. And from Mm. then on, um, just the way he, he, um, his intentions with words and music is so profound. Um, and I, I find that like, I really country music was always like my great grandma. She really um, introduced me to like old vinyl records and classic music, but I also listened to all genres. There wasn't really any, um, I didn't limit myself to anywhere. And um, I feel like that's finally coming out um, in my music now which is really exciting for me. And uh, even like Alison Krauss and Sheryl Crow, like all those artists, I just, I love all mm-hmm. of them. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it's great that you can take something from all of them. And especially, as you said, different genres, put it into your music because these days, maybe music in general, but country music for sure, you can uh, have different sounding records and there still is a place mm-hmm. where they are country, you know, or at least fits in the format, but there's room to, uh, you know, be creative. Yeah, I think um, as an artist, it's so important not to limit yourself to, you know, sounds and um, topics you want to talk about. Um, I think that's the whole creative process. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, putting yourself in a box isn't necessarily the best 
thing. I know for me it doesn't Not work. I have always I have to draw outside the lines every time. So um <laughs> that's why this year's been so incredible for me because I've really had that opportunity to um draw like far outside the lines and see how far I could go and um it's been a huge um just inner transformation for me and uh, it continues to do that and uh, there's things that I pull from my previous you know music that I used to you know write and things that um I want to continue to reach for so yeah and your your confidence level Madison I'm sure uh, between when you won that competition, the Ole competition last year, now your year in Nashville, I'm sure with all your experiences, the writing and performing you've done, your confidence level is climbing and is high at the moment in a good way. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, to be completely honest with you, uh, sometimes it's really low. Um, okay. You, everyone has those moments. I think, you know, it's human to doubt yourself mm. sometimes and to doubt your abilities, but, um, my confidence is high, you know, it's always climbing. I'm always learning. And I think that, um, I feel like I'm closer and closer to the person I'm supposed to be, which is, makes right. fuels me up and really gives me the drive to keep moving forward. Um, but all of us are human. Like we have our down days and there's obviously totally. a great day. Um, but I feel consistently, I feel like I'm moving forward in the right direction and that gives me a powerful feeling. Exactly. That's it. You've got the power. Yeah. By confidence, you're not feeling you're, uh, you can't do nothing wrong because obviously there's no room to grow and your writing wouldn't get better. Yeah. Uh, but just maybe the yeah. confidence to yeah, believe that you're getting better um, and yeah. that you can take yeah, those chances. And uh, you know, I'm sure yeah. there's so many artists out there who would love to spend a year in Nashville um, because yeah, for that growing yeah. opportunity, you know? Yeah, I think it's been like a huge, um, just the learning aspect of it and getting to um, learn from such, like learn from people that are a million times more talented than you are, um, <laughs> which is the coolest thing ever because I love surrounding myself with people like that because it gives me the drive to work harder and to really hone in on what my my shtick is, right? So um, right. it's been an amazing year and I definitely progressive and, you know, it's it's been awesome. So I can't complain at all. <laughs> uh, do you have, and I've asked other uh, songwriters and artists this, do you have uh, songs in your catalog, Madison, that you feel are just right for, whether it's Miranda Lambert or Carrie Underwood or Kenny Chesney, Whoever it is, do you, you know, have certain ones that you're either pitching or, man, I just would love for one of my idols to record one of my songs, and who would that be? Oh, that's, I, you know, to have my song cut by any, you know, touring act that I respect would be so incredible. Um, I definitely feel like um, there's lots of songs in my catalog that could work for different acts. Um, because everyone, as we said about like ring of fire, we bring our own twist to it. We bring our own flavor. Um, so mm -hmm. I think with any song, anybody can do it. Um, I'm just thinking of like what artist I would, there's so many, like, right. honestly, it would just Probably be so cool to have cut. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just starting out. So like, 
um, any major cut would be such a treat, and um, I'd be so grateful for it. It's such a compliment, obviously, uh, when an mm-hmm. artist does choose a song because they've yeah, got either hard. they're a writer themselves <laughs> and they've got so many songs to choose from. So whenever a, a songwriter gets that call uh, that the song's been cut, it's got to be an amazing thrill. Yeah, and I know for, like, writers that I've talked to that have had cuts, it's really, like, it's one of those moments that, you know, the stars align and the, you meet the artist by chance, or it's just all crazy circumstances that happen um, that get mm-hmm. you to that point. And everyone has a unique story for people that have had hits with different, um, with different artists. So I'm right. just curious, you know, if that ever happens for me, what my story will be. But um, I yes. love that if somebody cut one of my songs. Yeah, and you're right. There's so many different stories, and sometimes it's a four-year, five-year process or time between the mm-hmm. song written and demoed and finally gets cut. It goes on to be a huge hit, and you wonder, well, geez, that could have been a hit sooner, but it takes time. Yeah. Sometimes it's a lot quicker, too. But yeah. as you said, you've prob- and you've probably heard a ton of those stories. And, and you've had a chance in Nashville, obviously, to go to the great, uh, uh, you know, the Bluebird and the Listening Room and Belcourt Taps to perform there, but also to hear songs, I'm sure, maybe before they became hits. Yeah, like, um, I definitely, this is my first year in Nashville, and everyone that I talk to, they're like, Madison, it's a 10-year town. I'm like, well, I'm on year one. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm off to a good start. Um, There you go. But, yeah, but, like, uh, you just got to do your time and, like, put in the work. I think it's really what it comes down to. You got to show up and going to places like the bluebird and the listening room and stuff like that you get to see what's going on and see the the writing the caliber of writing that's here which is incredible um and just kind of navigate who like who you think you would vibe with writing wise and uh yeah so i think um hearing i haven't heard a song yet that has been a smash but i've heard songs that have been a, or is a smash um, in right. a bluebird setting, and it's pretty special. The the feeling in the room is just undeniable. Absolutely, hearing the songwriter's version of uh, of the hit song is incredible. Uh, Madison, I want to thank yeah. you so much for being here. This was so great to finally have that chance to chat, and uh, I'm looking forward to meeting in person when that happens, probably next year at the CCMAs, and uh, of course to hear your new single, "Live for Love." Thank you so much for being here. Well, thanks, Dave. I had such a great time chatting with you. Awesome. The pleasure has been all mine. My guest has been Albertus (laughs) Madison Krebs. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.